With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are Jay talking. We're live midnight to five. If you happen to listen to this segment uh, via the podcast, remember we are here live midnights, weekday midnights. Tonight we begin with Chip Monk, Master of Ceremonies for Woodstock 1969. That was not a plan. He designed and built the uh, stage lighting system for Woodstock, and he, they call him the grandfather of rock and roll production. Hey, Chip. How do you do? I do, I, I do very well. Uh, you're from around oh, here. I love being forced. I love being forced the news. It's wonderful. R stands for relax. <laughs> so you're from around. You're from around here, correct, sir? Yes, sir. Wealthy. And what kind of a kid were you? We'll get to, we'll get to the Woodstock part, but first, what kind of a kid were you? Uh, I had a wonderful time. I spent all my time at Lake Woven. All I do is bicycle up there and get in the boat. I had a little pram, and I just rode around and went up to the paint factory and went through every tributary and bothered everybody, and then uh, then got permission to use the the launch that they use for uh, when they when they row for shells called crew. Oh, it's wonderful. Growing up in, in that area is, well, New England's magnificent. And magnificent here. how did you ease into the lighting, the electronics, the the, the production thing? Was that as a young, young person? Uh, yes. It's a strange story. My mother wrote this uh, very inventive letter to the health department in Wellesley and uh, to the school department and just said that I needed... Uh, without fail to be on the first Wednesday of every month. I had to be in New York at this doctor's office uh, in order to get treatment and in order to stay uh, upright. Um, and um, so we went there the first the first time, and it was uh, ULC Boston, New York, through the bag, the Biltmore, and um, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to go to the office now, right? And she said, yep, let's go. So we stopped at the automat, had a little something to eat, and... Um, and we ended up at a broad at a uh, a Broadway theater, and um, I said, "I put you in the back or something." Yeah, just hang on for a minute. And we matinee, and then um, no dentist appointment, no, uh, no medical appointment. Then we um, had something to eat, and then went to an evening show, and then went back to the Billmore. And um, well, the way it turned out <laughs> is. Um, Dearest Mom had this passion for musical theater. She was a dancer, 
uh, when she was a very different shape before me. And um, uh, the marriage wasn't so hot. (laughs) That was dear old dad. So um, the first... um, the first Wednesday of every month uh, for two years, I was um, drip-fed what the world thought was a a magnificent um, expose of what we should really see, magnificent costumes, beautiful sunrises, sunsets. Um, And then one day, it was... um, After the shows, we go back and meet people, and and very often the lighting designers and sound technicians and things were there. And Mum was a very chatty person, and since she'd been in theater before, she she knew most of these folk. And she said, one day, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting, well, Maggie Eisenhower, um, Ralph Allswang from Elefante, and, uh, well, it ended up with Abe Fader, and... um, he said, you know, if you're interested in this, you should really go see Charlie Altman in New Yorkers. He's starting up a lighting company. And uh, so Mum gave me, gave me 250 and said, uh, okay, you're on your own. You're not coming back for Thursday classes. Go take a peek, find Charlie, see what he's got to say. Good for her. Good, uh, for, good for you guys. That's great. Yeah. And never, never, a, never a push or a suggestion or anything during those formative years. Never a suggestion. This is, you know, she says, I love this. I want to share my passion. Whenever you get tired, you can leave. That's excellent. Now, you were well established before Woodstock. Can you talk about some of the, some of the high points between getting established and Woodstock? <laughs> and Woodstock? Well, sure. Um, 58, 59, we built a gate and opened it, the village gate. It was an inordinate, magnificent availability of folk and, and jazz and, uh, and everything of the village and of New York, which is, you know, pretty high powered, pretty high powered. Um, the, uh, so I start and ha- having just said Ralph Allswang in reference to Belafonte, um, I hung with Ralph for a little while and we did, and I worked on, on his show with, with Harry which was really quite something. And Harry had just imported Miriam McKeever from South Africa. A um, magnificent performer. And it, it, I ended up uh, having worked with Ralph and then meeting Miriam and doing her first show for, at the gate for, for Harry and then the Belafonte folk singers and stuff. She he said, well, the best thing to do is I'm going to just assign you to Miriam. You've got a five-year contract, and it's about time you uh, got ready to handle it because you're lighting, sound. Um, you're, you're a company manager, road manager. All you have to do is make sure that she's safe. Wow. And uh, <laughs> so my first my first stop was Miriam was, was at Disaba, and everybody was in turbans and long robes, and I was standing there with my mouth open, and she just whispered to me, get used to it, they all dress this way. <laughs> we, folks, we were with Chipmunk, Master of Ceremonies, ceremonies at Woodstock, and uh, the guy who designed and built the stage lighting system for Woodstock. And you were also, uh, you did, you know, Monterey Pop, Altamont, you lit, the stones. You even did the rumble in the jungle. I'm sure you have a number of stories. Can we get something from one of those? Like the, how you uh, lo- the, how you lost a tooth. Well, um, 
I don't know how much you know about Altamont, but it but it it was basically the end of of uh, the way we saw concerts or the way that um, concerts were being held at that time. Uh, unfortunately, Sonny Barger, the leader of the Hells Angels, in that particular chapter, got together with Rock Scully, the uh, from the from the Grateful Dead, and Sam Cutler from the Rolling Stones, and said, uh, "Yeah, we'll do uh, security for this concert." And um, the payment, uh, Rock well, Barger, unfortunately, then went away with his senior uh, executives, close quote of the of the of that. Covered and um, and went for meetings, and we got all the young folk, uh, the the if comes the, uh, the the newer angels, right? And uh, that was a bushel basket of, pe- of pills and uh, a truckload a Hertz truck full of beer. They were paid that uh, by Rock by Rock Scully, Emmett Drogan, and Sam Cutler from the from the Stones as their fee for. Uh, security at Altamont. Well, after the melee had finished uh, and the stage rug was, they had put it on their pickup truck and there was a, uh, there was a chopper either side of it as the, the, roof, the, the rug was long, therefore it went from the the top of the cab uh, across the bed down to the tailgate. And, uh, well, I just hung on to it as they drove away and unfortunately since it was production property. Uh, unfortunately, a, chop, a chopper came off with it. So I had about four or five minutes of civil conversation, and then I got a pool cue across the face, and that knocked a couple of teeth out. And uh, so I then proceeded to um, find out where they were going with it through a, a, a ubiquitous route, and um, went and got a case of champagne, case of brandy, and showed up at Sonny's place, and... Uh, bought the rug back and then went to the dentist. <laughs> so Altamont was all sorts of fun, you know? Yeah, that is a good story. <laughs> Ray was a lot better. <laughs> you know, I got to say, Chip, one of the, the best things a DJ gets to do is is to MC bands. But you had the, the mother <laughs> you had the mother of all MC gigs. I, 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 I can kind of feel what, what it must have been like. Of course, I really can't. But before we get to that, how did you... First, come in contact with Michael Lang, and then what was the situation that he, you know, how did he approach you about doing the lighting? Um, well, I usually do weekly visits to the talent agencies, and, and I ended up at William Morris one day uh, with Hector Morales, and Hector said, um, the curly-headed kid uh, is booking everything in Christendom. I think you better call him now. So I arranged. I called him and arranged a meeting and went to uh, went to a friend, Ann Weldon. And she was with John Morris, and, and he said, "Yeah, sure. Use use uh, use our place." And I, so I just stocked it all up and said, to, "Oh, great! You please stay if you wish. I, I, I'd like you to meet him." So I invited Michael, and John took over the conversation and decided he was going to uh, strut his stuff. And uh, so Michael and I ended up the next day at a coffee shop and. And he's, I, I said, this is what I want to do, and this is how I'd like to do it. And um, um, uh, my fee is this, and um, uh, how, how what do you, yep, go ahead and do it. And um, Michael was was basically 
unschooled in, in production the way the way that we were moving uh, our our industry in its you know infantile space um, and he started with me in the middle of the field uh, telling me where I'm supposed to put my towers and uh, for follow spots and and this that and the other thing and uh, we just got to a point where you know Michael just um, do me a favor um, uh, back off you're paying me to do this just leave me alone will you if you don't mind and that that's kind of the way it happened the next um, interchange at Woodstock was uh, on the, the Friday morning at 6 o'clock when he said oh we've neglected to hire an MC and you're it and that was fairly terrifying. <laughs> uh, that was terrifying to you. That was a, a different kind of thing for you. You went from being complete, a, a, a yeah. production person OC, to a performer, uh, yeah, an OCD laced, you know, mechanic and engineer who uh, who who was dictatorial in my in my need for safe and and over over uh, built structure to. Um, a new field. So um, he said, ah, well, you, you, you got to move these people back. They're going to be too close to the front of the stage. Um, uh, I said, oh, okay. Uh, so I said, uh, hi, good morning, folks. My name is Chip, and I'm so glad that you've had the opportunity to enjoy and wait till you see what we've got to give you. But before I do that, I, I'm I'm looking forward to <laughs> making your stay with us even more pleasant. I need you guys in the front here to pick up everything that you've got, and we're going to have to take 10 major steps backwards, and I'll tell you why backwards. But the reason is that when the pressure comes from behind, as more and more folk are coming, as you can see, surprisingly a lot, you're going to be pressed forward, and if you don't stay in your new position, you're going to spend your next three days in, uh, admiring the grain of plywood uh, <laughs> on the face on the face of the uh, of the, the film platform. So, let's. I'm going to count you off, and don't bother to turn around because that's an offensive move to those guys behind you. Just just keep backing up; they'll move too, and then you'll find new little hollows in the ground that they set that you can sit in. So. Let's let's give it a shot. And see how it works. So four hundred four hundred and fifty six thousand people backed up ten paces. <laughs> to a degree, one. And what Two. kind of? Why did the? Oh, I, I'm sorry. Holy shit! Did I interrupt that? Now, um, why did Michael choose you? Why did Michael choose you? I don't know. Uh, maybe he's just. Maybe he was hunting during the time from Wallkill and our change to uh, the ill-fated. Bethel, only because we only had three weeks to do it. It was impossibility, and most people knew that. Uh, I have no idea. Maybe he was just searching and looking for a candidate. Now, at the same time, you know, you're supposed to be setting up your, your lights, but that didn't all get done. How many no, lights? There was six, uh, 650,000 watts, which is 650 instruments on the underside of the stage sitting there rusting. And I had 12 follow spots only, and they were carbon arc. And carbon arc well, uh, let me go to the basics and make it simple. Those follow spots didn't have a light bulb and it didn't have a switch that you turned on and whoop, you got light. They had two pencil-thin pieces of carbon wrapped in copper 
and they would burn together until they extinguished themselves. They get shorter and shorter and shorter, and then they stop in 41 minutes, and that's the end of your light. Then you have to trim the arc, close quote, which means spread the two jaws apart, stick new carbons in it, put them back together again, start the motor up that, that, that makes them feed to, towards each other, point the lamp somewhere in the darkness where you've got a flat surface to see how the whether your your fire is in line with the reflector, the objective lens, the condensing lens, and, and hopefully does its work. So this was... This was difficult, and unfortunately, the guys that I had, that I brought the whole Fillmore East crew, which I don't know if Bill Graham to no, no degree, but anyway, um, I brought the whole Fillmore East crew to, the, to Woodstock with me, and uh, they were used to a four-hour call for all intents and purposes. They worked from, you know, just for four hours an evening, and working from dusk until dawn was was not exactly their cup of tea. So during the entire uh, shows, I was announcing the ons and offs of the, of the of the groups, and then dashing down below the stage into a, an area where we blacked off with curtains and everything uh, that we expected to use for stage masking, and um, and and teaching on the on the thirteenth arc that we had as a spare. Um, teaching folk how to deal with this and managing to find maybe two or three people a day that could actually cope with it, that I could put up on the towers with my operators, my remaining operators, who could guide them further. And it, it turned out fairly successful. It's a, it's a rather harrowing experience to consider that you're, 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 you're lighting a major film with only 12 light sources. Yeah. yeah, and but anyway, and your lights and that film is the only thing that made the th the the thing turn any kind of profit, right? Yes, yeah, the, the film was an absolute necessity. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, John Roberts was a delicious man, and he just gave his family fortune, and then sooner or later, sooner after that, died. His most wonderful comment was when he took Joel, Rose, Joel Rosenblatt with him, the other, another finance person, on scooters up to the back edge at the, of the incline. And he looked down at the crowd in the, in the night uh, of, the, of the Thursday. He just mumbled, this is, in fact, the Battle of Ashcore. <laughs> so you, uh, you know, you, I hope you look back and realize how fortunate you are. You were in the eye of that hurricane. You know, the, that, uh, as you know, Indeed. kind of on stage is kind of a, an eye of a hurricane. It's kind of quiet and nice up there. And, and you were just in the middle of it the whole time. That is just spectacularly cool. Were you, but the thing is, it's, it's so wonderful about it. There were there were so many mystical solutions to stuff that showed up for us. You know, the rain was 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 absolutely necessary because what it did is it it made everybody look exactly the same, like a drowned rat. Because even on the stage, everybody was soaked. Most of the equipment was too. That was our only particular concern. It, there was no concern whatsoever, whatsoever on on the, the some of the announcements and other for that John, who was there at the meeting with Ann, and the first time I met Michael, you know, <laughs> has made about, oh, you're going to get hurt. This is terrible. You have to. We we do it. I, I had learned that really just being really soft and quiet meant that people started to listen instead of creating a panic. You know, it's the the 
the breaking of the turntables, which was going to allow us to turn an act from from A to B, from or one to two, in about five minutes, meaning because when the turntable turned, the act on the rear of it would turn around to be right. the act in front of it. So everybody stood on the turntables, which are made of wood without a steel base or no steel joists to hold the casters correctly. Everybody stood on them to get a better view because it was another 18 inches, you know, 450 yep. bill higher. And all the casters fell off. So our our uh, magical turntable design just fell apart. So we threw them off the back of the deck. And but the thing is, what would happen if we were so clever as to as to be so precise with our moves we would have had 16 hours with the allocated instruments for that day the or, or allocated acts and what are they going to do for the other eight hours they're right. going to penalize the the community by looking for food water places to take a piss you know right, right. <laughs> so let's uh i have to break again and um, we'll continue to get some great stories from Chipmunk Master Ceremonies. I rather rattled. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> we continue with Chipmunk. This is great. Master of Ceremonies, Woodstock 69, designed to build the stage lighting system, etc., and uh, lit the thing that you, that's what you, that's how you're able to see the movie. Now, <laughs> now. By the by, your news uprights, your news updates are, are parallel, if not slightly in, in advance of CNN. Okay. Excellent. Now, is there was there a time when you stopped being nervous about being the MC and started to kind of like it and, and realized, wow, I have a lot of power here. This is kind of fun. I say something and people cheer, or I say something and it makes a difference. You, you made a real difference there. You're telling people what to do, what not to do, or giving them suggestions anyway, uh, you know, for their well-being. Uh, did you start to feel? The power of the of the microphone and the and the sound system there and and your position at all, not in a bad mean way, but just realize this is kind of fun. Yeah, I had to be extremely cautious about that because my other supportive announcement people, one uh, John Morris was was all creating basically the uh, the illness that a performer has and the necessity of of the acceptance of the audience. I I, uh, I I sort of tiptoed through that very carefully. Um, as I said, I get I get to when if we were in in peril, uh, that's the time to really get quiet and soft, and you you can actually see. It's like it's like in the theater, you know, in a lecture tour or anything else like that. When you see somebody sitting on the edge of their seat, they either can't hear or they're engrossed. You have to be awfully careful of that. I think you know misusing that would have been uh, a, 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 a truly a sin. Yes, you know, because yeah. they they were there because they had this audience was there because they had a reason. They, maybe they didn't know what the reason was until they got together. The problem of the the greatest disappointment was the fact that they didn't have enough of an organization in order to take that reasoning or their concern or their grapes grapes gripes and and be able to to do something with them. You but mentioned that, that the, when the whole thing about the, the being in touch, I think, is is really a tender, very tender subject. You mentioned that the time to be quiet-ish was when there was peril. What are a couple of instances of the peril? Well, the brown acid was the, was the most concerning. Um, 
when there was when there was too much time in between uh, in between one music event to the other, it, it and you could see that there were there was discomfort, and so so you every now and then you you might even manufacture a situation um, that uh, there's there's been three announcements that have come to me in different sizes and shapes, one of which was a rock with something scratched on it. Uh, um, does anybody know if Paul and, and, and Mary, Mary uh, with initial L has, have gotten together? If not, as you look at the stage, there's a tower all the way on the right. May I ask, please, if, if, if they're okay, you know, good, leave them alone. If they're in need, send them to the right-hand tower, the far right, thanks, as you see it. Right, not as I see it, and um, let's let let us take care of what their issue is. You know, something like that. Even though it's 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 not a truth, it it, it, it occupies the interest for Interesting. a period of time. You no, know, I, yeah, you build good shit instead of you know handing them pieces of of non useful material. Okay, now the the tone of Woodstock is really there was the music and the tone. And I guess, uh, you know, that was, you kind of set the tone. If you had been a different person, Woodstock might not have been Three Days of Peace and Love. It might have been something entirely different. Well, they, were tell, they actually told me in, in, their own, in their own way, fashion, by their notes. And if, luckily, if they found paper and pen, you know, <clears throat> there was bushel baskets full of, of paper after, the, after we, we, we finished up. Uh, you know, they actually instructed me how they wanted to be dealt with and, and, and led. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't my idea. It wasn't my way. It became, I became their tool. When you watch the video, does the video play back the same as the video in your head? When you saw it the first time, did you say at any point, oh, my God, I didn't know it was like this. Was the video POV kind of uh, the same as yours all the way through? Yes, in a way. Uh, I've never seen the film in its entirety. I've only seen clips of it, you know, uh, because I don't I don't revisit a, a, a gig, strangely enough. Nor do I maintain relationships with an actor or, or the production personnel. The production personnel, yes, maybe because I could use them again, but I, I, I don't I don't bother. Trying to be a friend to an act or something—that's that's a no-no in my in my book. So I and I, I really go to a show in, because I'll tell you that being a, someone who's so involved in the visuals, uh, you can't not look at something that is stunning or that is embracing or exciting in, in a, as a visual support mechanism, which is what our what our job is. With the three fingers under the elbow that you cross the street, you know, you can't go away without stealing that, or taking it, or misusing it, you know. And so I, I just, I, I, maybe it's the wrong word. I create the visions that I want to see, and often they're disturbed by the timing of the act because we haven't had rehearsal, or they don't accept timing and blocking, and they just want to be the way they are. Um, then it then instinct takes over. Does that in any way? Yep, absolutely. Help? Yes. Hey, by the way, when did you sleep? This was a three day thing. You you were you on duty the whole time. 
when and yeah, where did and you sleep? Where was the backstage kind of production area uh, set up? Uh, a bunch of velour curtains on the underside of the stage is is. Uh, I I was in New York in in basements before, and mostly in theater basements. So <laughs> I'm very I'm very used to sleeping on old smelly velour curtains, you know. So that's what I that's where I, I took a couple of hours uh, a a day because I had to be quite prepared and and very alert for the evenings work with my <laughs> my twelve volts. But there was there was no slack there. Uh, uh, it was it was almost a straight working circumstance, and uh, my operators, my my immediate crew that I could that I controlled because of our work at the Fillmore, it, very very little drug taking or anything that was going to alter their ability to perform as I needed them to perform, and I had to set the example, of course. Because if if, I, if it was like Monterey, Monterey, I'd just come back from a Peter Paul and Mary tour of London and or the UK, and uh, when you asked for a stimulant, it was it was um, uh, oh dear, um, it was a purple tab anyway. But the purple was the was the problem word because with purple tab in. Um, in Monterey meant Owsley Aston. So Penny Baker had three hours of film that was mostly red right to, to correct color correct because the fact that I had thought that, uh, that for a stimulant I was getting um uh, and, you know, an amphetamine. Oh my! It wasn't. It was. It was acid. So I'm not. Poor Penny Baker, who is now just passed, unfortunately, um, had a, had a hell of a job in front of him. Garfunkel's remark was, "Ooh, a ballad in red. How interesting!" <laughs> which is which is much unlike Nina Simone at the gate. Hey, Whitey, what the f is this? All right, let's take a break. Ed? I got to take a quick break, and we'll continue. It's WBZ. I need to talk to you. What have you two been talking about behind my back? Hey, you've got to tune to Bradley J. Bradley J. J Talking. WBZ News Radio 1030. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. We gotta talk. Well, when can we talk? Over there a very capable radio. 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 Get me someone on the other end of that radio. It's Bradley J, you know. Bradley J. J talking. You hear him talking on your radio. I can hear you. WBZ News Radio 1030. Chipmunk is with us. Master of Ceremonies, Woodstock 1969. And he built the stage lighting and did the lighting for that massive thing. Which, by the way, at 50 years ago right now was ongoing. Now you 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 mentioned earlier, Chip, that you keep a distance from the artists. I was going to ask you about any moments that you cherished. Maybe you s saw the acts from you know up close or interaction with them. But it doesn't sound like that's you. Uh, <clears throat> honestly, no. Um, 
in, in my in my visual presentations, which which I do quite often, um, there's a there's a number of photographs taken by Peter Beard of, of his ladyship, Miss Jagger, and myself uh, having discussions, uh, and they were they're never on a friendly base. One of the things you have to understand about Mick uh, is the fact that um, Michael Phillip has five personalities, and at least and. You have to ID that or identify it within the first sentence. Otherwise, you'll be speaking to just a hollow board that uh-huh. is not is not receptive. So, uh, there, the, the, if you if you decide that you're going to have a, a strong link of friendship with this person, you're giving up the the creative and the the directorial uh, abilities that you have to suit just maintaining this friendship. You're giving up some authority it, in, in, in return for the yeah. friendship, and that's something you cannot do. Correct. Oh. Now, no, not, no, that's, I don't think that's a weakness, uh, nor a strength. It's just the way that I've designed myself. Well, probably helps I'm, you do it. I'm, I'm an engineer. I deal with, with metric... Uh, Imperial and uh, Whitworth, and never the twain shall meet. You only can cross-thread them if you mix them, and the only thing that happens to a nut and a bolt is they shear or they fail, and that's your fault. It's not theirs. They everything has its limit and its tolerance. Did you happen to go to the other two Woodstocks or see them, and to have any thoughts on those? Did you did you think of them in terms of the the cultural signpost that they kind of put up, or, or maybe you, maybe you just into the lighting and you don't didn't care about don't care about that stuff. You go back about your business, but you you probably saw Woodstock '99 and you you must have thought sad thoughts. No, nope. No, I, I I never saw anything other than '69, um, unless I'm uh, retained to. To be at a, at a site, I'm not there. Michael had no interest, or maybe it wasn't allowed by finance or by uh, his partners or whatever, Woodstock Ventures or new partners. I was never invited, so I never went. We have a, a I didn't uh, solicit calls, but Lisa in Boston wants to join us and make a comment or ask a question. Hello, Lisa. Right. Say hello to Chip, the one and only Chipmunk. Chip oh, hi, Lisa. Were you from? Chipmunk, were you from Wellesley? Yes, ma'am. You, I know your father, section. Charlie Monk. Yes, I he was. I know your father in 1976. Oh, my heavens. Yeah, I had a car there accident. You go. My cat got lost. May 18th, 76 was a Monday. And um, and anyway, I was looking for the cat. And uh, I got him back, but Charlie picked him up. And I went oh, up to your, your house. And your mother already passed away, and he gave me a little brush, sterling silver on top. I still have it. Uh, oh, I'm so glad. It, it's, yeah. I'm so glad you met him at a, at a, at a time of your need because he was very good. Oh, he was giving. a great was guy. Just, great guy. He spoke well of you. Didn't you do a movie, too? You did a movie, uh, right? Cause I well, there's the Woodstock, uh, the Woodstock movie maybe you're talking about. I thought it was another movie. I've, I've done a couple, yeah. 
All right, thank yeah. you very much, Lisa. How how oh, fun! You, how Lisa. fun! I'm so, I'm so glad you got. Yeah, I'm so glad you got your kitty back. <laughs> so, what are you doing now? What's what's the future look like for Chipmunk? Uh, hotel in New York. Um, I have a I have an interesting design of interior, and I know I I, I the exterior is just like uh, falling off a log. It's really easy for me. That the interior is. Um, uh, totally controlled. Uh, you walk into your your lobby of your suite for all intents and purposes. On your left is the loo. On your right is storage, closets, etc. And the the interior visuals are 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 programmed, and they are subject to your body temperature, how quickly you move. The blinds, the Holland blinds, or the vertical blinds, etc., uh, all of which you can defeat at any time, uh, or you can just sit down, turn on the television, and see how the room reacts to your presence. Wow! It's, what's it's a, it's a new experiment. What's the name it's of it? Is it is it operating? Is, is it operating now? Oh no no not yet sir it's still on the on the. Uh, on the planning board. Oh, okay, because I want to go to that. They go on for years. <laughs> well, Chip, I really appreciate it. It's great to make your coins seriously, and uh, thank you for your, your very valuable time on this very key this this key moment. Thank you. I'm I'm delighted, and thank you so much, NBZ. I'm I'm most impressed. It, it's a delight to. I'm glad you're a CBS affiliate. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.